the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Okay, hey, Apopka, good morning. Joe Ferraro here sitting in for Roger Franklin Williams, who should be walking up at any moment. We're on the front porch of Porky's in downtown Apopka. Come out and join us. We're going to be hanging out for lunch after the program. Got a few things to talk about today. Got John Perry, the editor-in-chief of the Apopka Chief and Planter. John, Hi, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you, sir? So far, so good. Yeah. That, that, that's my pat answer that, because everything's subject to change without notice. Well, this is very true. Uh, life is that way. So, uh uh, we've got probably a couple things to talk about today, I would think. Um, you know, uh, I, I saw I, the front page of the Apopka Chief. I'll be honest with you. I was surprised and heartbroken at the same time. Well, Truly. It, it, things happen, and uh, I know you've got Scott Williams waiting, and, and uh, I see Rogers uh, arriving. Well, so There he is. Uh, you know, we've got a situation where you know, Scott can, can help uh, update us on the Apopka basketball team, which is playing pretty good now. Uh, won, won the three in a row. They're now three and one. Nice. And, you know, very nice. And, and uh, fa- ha- just happened to face uh, Lake Highland Prep again tonight. They played them in that uh, Winter Park Rotary Tournament uh, over the weekend and, and handled Lake Highland Prep pretty well. Uh, you know, Apopka played pretty well that night and, and actually played, I thought, played pretty good all three games uh you know there's always ways uh, ways a team can improve but uh you know uh so uh, i would think that uh you know and then apopka of course defeated evans on tuesday night uh that was a a really solid win for apopka they were very active on both ends of the court that night well roger franklin williams is here and and rog we have coach williams on the line so why don't you uh Bring them on. Well, that's awesome. Well, well, thank you, John. Thank you, Joe. You know, I'm starting to feel unneeded here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the show carries your name, big guy. You, you need to be here. Well, thank you, Coach Williams, for joining us. Absolutely. I'm glad to be. I, you know, John did such a good job talking about our team. I figure I'm just here to, you know, to, you know, have just roll around with tears on the ground about my buddy Rick leaving. So, you know, there was the basketball update. You know, let's talk about Rick. But, no, um, I'm honored to be here, and, and it's obviously a, a great time for us. But also um, I know the big story of the day is, is certainly uh, – uh, for many people, the big surprise about Rick Levin and, and his legacy, which I think is the even bigger story of what he's meant to the greater Apopka community for a long time. No, no th- th- that's a great point, Coach. You know, I was going to you know, ask John, you know, I said, gee, is there any, any new football yeah, news? It, it was, it was <laughs> about be, Apopka High School. It was be a yawner of a news day here, but uh, <laughs> um, no, I but think it, we got that cured. And we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. But, Co- and, and, but Coach, before we go further and talking about the – the team this year the basketball team a lot of our listeners may not know that that you of course are very good friends close friends with coach darlington in fact you guys were 
college roommates for a time at Stetson University. Can you just share a little yes, bit about sir. that with us? You know, um, I've had a, I've three or four times almost sat down and on Twitter to, to kind of lay out all the things that have run through my mind in the last couple of days. And I, I've, I've never, I haven't been able to pull the plug yet because it isn't, I don't have a, you know, 10-year relationship, a 14-year, a 17-year. My relationship with Rick Darlington is 35 years. Uh, we roomed together in college. When Rick made the decision to come home from Valdosta, he lived with uh, he lived with my wife and I for, for the entire spring while his family was finishing up the year in Valdosta. And um, he's just uh, – he's such a dear friend. And, um, and you know, I, I know I spoke um, – you know, off air, Roger, you and I spoke recently about this, and um, I just uh, he. I, first of all, I just I, I marvel at you know, the job he does. You know, I, I think that uh, as basketball coaches, we sometimes roll our eyes at the notoriety and the prestige given to football coaches in the state. But in Rick's case, it's very well deserved. You know, um, it's one thing for me to manage uh, my three programs and our. 30 to 40 so odd men every year. We hope we do that with honor and respect and, 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 and something that our community can be proud of. But Rick's done it uh, for his three programs for uh, 150 men um, every year and that many more coaches and that many more responsibilities. And, you know, being a football coach, um, it's very, very important that you're a great CEO and that you um, – and I think one of the underappreciated things about Rick is um, Rick is viewed as, as being a very strong-willed, strong-minded, passionate coach, but he also engenders tremendous loyalty by quality staff. And Rick's great success has been that he's always been able to attract great assistant coaches who he then can delegate to go out and do a good job. Uh, a lot of men who um, uh, who I've known through his time here, but also in his other stays. and. And um, you know that his ability to um, uh, to create an atmosphere where um, either co- coaches that have been head coaches or are being groomed or have the ability to be head coaches, uh, being absolutely steadfastly committed to the Apopka way uh, that Rick sets the tone for is, I think, a, a really underappreciated trait for any coach, but a football coach in particular. And that might be one of Rick's greatest strengths, to be perfectly honest. And um, on a personal level, um, there's a there's a sense of loss, partially because Rick and I both grind it so hard. We're so busy building our programs and honoring our own personal families with time that I didn't spend, we didn't spend nearly the kind of time together you would think being 100 yards from each other on campus every day. And I'm going to really regret not walking over to the field house more often and just sitting down with him and shooting the breeze. Um, and because, uh, as I kidded you, he ain't about to walk over here to sit down with me. <laughs> but he would have loved if I'd gone over there and sat down with him. And that would, that and would I'm be gonna, a one-way and I will miss yeah, yeah, those been opportunities. You've 17 years and, for and that, yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, you know, Rick's love only extends a little, you know, no, but I mean, I, I don't want to uh, paint a bad picture. I mean, Rick, I just love him to death. He is, um, he's just, uh, and I got some stories now that will never go to air, um, uh, but um, he is, uh, it's it's neat when someone you are a dear friend with is also someone you have incredible professional respect for. Um, sometimes you have one. Sometimes you have a great friend. But you don't hold them in such professional 
you know, esteem just because, you know, maybe it's not your field, maybe whatever. Sometimes you have people you hold in professional esteem, but you don't have a deep personal relationship with them. In Rick's case, I have both. You know, my daughters grew up with his daughters. Um, uh, I remember Tyler and Zach as children. Um, their kids have attended my little kid camp. I'm, I consider Shelly to be one of the one of the finest women I've ever encountered. Um, I met her when she was not yet married to Rick, and recently out of college. And you know the whole, you know all of it. And so having that history and um, uh, like I said, I've just had a very difficult time kind of putting it into a way to be able to express it so that people would understand um, that uh, he's left. He's left a culture that I hope and pray that um, our administration and, and athletic team will be very – will take its time, will not be in a hurry, will not be called to rush in finding uh, the next person uh, who will um, create their own, but that it will use – the cornerstone of, of Rick in this Apopka culture moving forward. And, and uh, if that's the case, then we're in good stead here. And, and I know that the fine folks in, in Enterprise Alabama are, are going to be very, very lucky. I can't imagine the person that voted no against Rick Darlington <laughs> being their head football coach. Um, but uh, um, they're going to be very, very, very happy to have him. Well, the, the, the reason I read uh, from media report up that way, Scott, on the, on the no vote was that he wanted them to take more time, uh, but you know, and and then allow that would allow coaches in Alabama who are still in the playoffs to have a chance to uh, apply and 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 maybe look toward the. Which job means, when I read between the lines, that guy had a dog in the fight that didn't get a chance to get into the fight fully. And and that's that's that the, that's right. the assumption, obviously. Very insightful. Uh, but uh, he also, um, you know, I do know one thing. Uh, and, and Rick has talked about this publicly elsewhere. Uh, the, the superintendent of there, of course, is, is from Lakeland. Did not know Rick. Did not know of necessarily no Bill Castle, but, of course, knew of the program. You don't grow up right. in Lakeland and not know of the football program at Lakeland High School. And so yes, he went down to, to Lakeland and talked to, to Bill Castle. And Bill Castle was the one who... Uh, Popka fans could blame, I guess, uh, for for uh, Rick going up to uh, ending up at Enterprise, uh, and so th- it's been in the works for more than just the last week or so, or whatever that. I w- well, think. absolutely, I, a job like that is very rarely in the works for a short period of time. Right, and um, I would imagine. And look, um, I, I know that a lot of scrutiny is going to be made to to comments Rick has made on the record about frustrations with current policies in Florida and in Orange County. Right. But the truth of the matter is, is I know that, uh, is I know that, and I don't think I'd be inappropriate to share that, that Rick um, has, has been, is always being talked to seriously by really good people. And that Rick a number of times has been very captivated to where a situation might be in a better interest for his family, for himself, um, a chance to uh, to go do it again somewhere else. Um, all the things that if you're a really highly competitive coach sometimes is important in that avenue as well. And and so I, I don't think it's as blindsided. It certainly for me is not as blindsiding as it probably was to a lot of folks that, um, that A, people come calling, and that B, 
um, he might give serious cause to it. And that has nothing to do with his love and adoration. I mean, if anybody tries reading things in the tea leaves um, about anything here, um, I, I just don't believe it. Um, I have no inner knowledge. Rick has not talked to me about it. I've intentionally not tried to pry knowledge out of Rick. That's out of our friendship. Um, and But um, Rick has a great situation here and knew it and loved it. Um, but as a coach sometimes, like, you know, the best thing, the best example I have that's local is, I mean, I had a great – There was a, I had absolutely everything rolling at Wakaiva in our program after the seventh year. Um, back-to-back, deep playoff runs. Uh, we were poised with a group of young kids that eventually went to the state championship game under Cersino. Um We knew we were going to be great for a long time after. Everything was in place. But I was itching for an opportunity that I felt was special. And the opportunity to come over here was something that I could not turn down. And uh, there was nothing. There was nothing hidden. There was nothing in the grass um, over there. And um, uh, and so I, I I hope that people at Apopka don't start trying to look for causation, other than um, you know they they came in. Uh, with a situation that Rick and his family just certainly couldn't pass up, and um, I hope I hope all the economic stories are true because um, uh, he's a he's a man and they're a family that deserves all the all the financial rewards that can come with a position um, uh, for coaching football uh, in in a Georgia Alabama kind of situation that sometimes is not available in Florida. Coach Scott Williams, thank you for these great insights, and you know, I think it speaks a lot to the character of Coach Williams that he's taken his time to, t- uh, to generally, uh, you know, essentially to talk about basketball, to talk about Coach Darlington, about the relationship that they have, Coach, and really appreciate the great insights that, that you were sharing with us it's and not, sharing with our listeners. It's not just friendship. It sounds like family to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that if I needed something that I could ask Rick – right now and he would do it if he could do it and rick knows the same about me and um i'm i um, i'm i'm just i'm honored to be his friend i really am well coach i hope you can stay with us here um for another segment till about 11 30 and we're going to take a quick I'd break love to. now and when we come back we'll continue to speak with a popular blue daughter basketball coach scott williams on blue daughter sports central and of course as you hear he's sharing some some tremendous insights about coach rick darlington uh, and his time here, and we'll continue to talk to him about that and about uh, the 2018-19 Apopka Blue Daughter basketball program as well. So please stay with us. We're coming to you live from Porky's on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Daughter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central, coming to you live from Porky's. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by John Perry, and of course, Joe Ferraro is here. We're also pleased to be joined on the phone by Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach at Apopka High School. We'll be sticking around for lunch afterwards at Porky's. We invite you to come on up and join us. And uh, before we go back to Coach Scott Williams, I want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports 
Blue Daughter Sports Central, Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics on 1520 WBZW, and all the programs you hear on Apopka's hometown radio station. Now let's go back to Coach Scott Williams, of course. You know, it just kind of, you know, hit me. You know, one of the people that's been here, you know, throughout the entire football season with us every Friday was Coach Darlington, and, of course, he's not here today. And, um, you know, we miss him, of course. And, and Coach Williams, I'd love to have you continue to share your, your insights about Coach Darlington with us. And, of course, feel free to talk about basketball anytime you want to as well. But I do have one specific question, and that's, you know, back in the day we, um, when you and Coach Darlington knew each other at Stetson University, in fact, we were actual roommates at one time at Stetson University before you launched your respective careers and became coaches, um, did you see any qualities in Coach Darlington that you thought might, uh, you know, make a, a great coach at, at someday in the future? That's a really good question. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been asked that before. Um, I think the biggest thing that maybe would have been apparent being around Rick just as an undergraduate student is he had a, a magnetism that drew people to him. Um, and he had the ability to captivate a room. And, I, you know, I, I don't have the privilege of being – in Rick's locker rooms and in those moments where your team's together or your staff's together. But I, I have to imagine, based on the depth of intense loyalty that his players and coaches have had for him, that that magnetism, that special aura that he had as my friend in college probably was one of the great things that then – allowed him to be really talented as a coach. Um, his attention to detail and the things that he's picked up along the way, um, maybe in a, in a counterintuitive way were there. Rick, Rick, Rick was not always the most early morning conscientious college class attender, but, but Rick could buckle down and – pull an all-nighter and get a great grade on a test or a project. Um, he has this ability to get extremely focused and get dialed in on the most important thing. And uh, and I think probably that that, that uh, in, a, in a backward sort of way was always inside of him and that he's used to such great success uh, as a coach. And, and, and by the way, only because I know at some point we'll get backed up again. My big basketball thing would be I hope our pop community realizes, you know, uh, one of the preseason polls, Source Hoops, uh, covers basketball really well in the state, has us number five in Class 9A, um, meaning they think we, we're one of the best programs in the state. Um, and I don't know if that's all merited or not. I say that, though, because I think we're worth people coming to see. I think when people come watch us play, they'll want to come back because uh, our kids compete. They play hard. They play together. There's a culture of, of energy and enthusiasm and of uh, playing for the front of the jersey that uh, will make people proud to represent a popka. And we have a big home game tonight. But I tell you what, next Tuesday night uh, against Jones here 
Uh, I saw Jones play last night, and they absolutely dismantled Dr. Phillips in Dr. Phillips. Uh, they've already beaten one of the private academies, West Oaks. Uh, they are really, really good, uh, much better than advertised. Uh, I think they may be the second-best team in Orlando right now behind Oak Ridge, and I might be doing Jones a disservice even by saying that. And uh, we play them here next Tuesday night in what should be a great, great basketball game. And uh, there's nothing greater that I'd like to see than a, than a really full house of people that are, that are recognizing that great things is going on uh, here. Um, and and I'm, I'm fine with that being the last of the basketball conversation because I really I'm, – I'm greatly enjoying my reflections with Rick with you guys. Thank you very much, and it gets very gracious of you to you know, to, to, to share these great insights and memories with us. I, I do want to say make one more basketball comment, though, and that is you know, we're especially excited about covering the team this year on the Blue Darter Basketball Game of the Week presented by Baptiste Orthodontics and made possible by Baptiste Orthodontics, but especially since um, we, we've been able to, you know, to watch you build this program brick by brick literally for the last several years, and it's, you know, you're, I know you're coming into the to the season this year with the guys you've had under in your program, most of them, you know, for that time. Um, and you've been able to mold them and craft them and, and craft the team to this point. And we had a very, very young team last year that got a lot of experience and had, had uh, you know, a lot of success. So anyway, we're, we're excited from that perspective to uh, about a Popka Blue Daughter basketball for 2018 and 19. Well, and we're thrilled that you're going to be able to, to cover a number of our games. It always just – I just think – you know, all these, all these things just add to the package of your program. And we can't be more humbled that, um, that you and, and those that support you, uh, the station and outsiders, um, it's, uh, we don't take it lightly. So we're very appreciative. Scott, I did have one comment and then a question uh, about basketball. And, and the comment is uh, your game versus Evans on uh, <clears throat> Tuesday night. I thought that, that, toughness and 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 uh, uh i don't say hard playing but but you know uh effort and 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 whatnot was really apparent especially on 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 the boards and and whatnot between especially with nate and and zach uh but but everybody and and as you said after the game john latimer coming back and being able to even get out on the court with the, the hand injury that he had suffered against boone but uh, i thought especially that you're two bigs uh and keeving as well but the, your three bigger guys really gave an effort uh, on, on the boards and, and were competing really hard uh, th- through that throughout that game and, and especially you know it started paying off there in the second half uh, late in the first and, and into the second half but uh, and, and oh absolutely um, you know along those lines we um, one of the stats in fact maybe the stat that I define our effort by, is offensive rebounding percentage. Um, offensive rebounding percentage is the percentage of shots you take that you get back in your possession. Um, most most programs are happy with a number that can exceed 30%. The last three years, we've either been at 42 or 43%. Um, it is it is what we pride our our excellence in and after two games we were at 29 percent and i challenged our guys and in particular i challenged our our big guys who were experienced and who understand what we need and the last two games they have absolutely been we were at 57 percent and then we were at 46 percent or something on tuesday and you know that's a 
You know, uh, it's funny. Uh, Anthony Long, the former Dr. Phillips coach, once approached uh, Coach Grissett, who's now at Windermere. Was was we worked together here, of course, for four years, for three years. And um, Anthony one time says, "You know, Scott's teams are so good on the offensive class. What do they do?" And Mark goes, "It's just he's relentless about it. He never." And I just, I, I when I when the story came back to me um, uh, later, I was just, I, it made me I, as a coach. There's an old saying, Jim Calhoun, the old UConn coach, um, said if he came to your practice and left, he ought to be able to identify the three to five areas that you place your greatest concentration on, what defines your program. And I would hope that if somebody comes to our games or watches our practice, that that would be one of the three or five defining areas is that they are going to get on the offensive glass because that's all about effort. And you may not get it, but it's all about effort. And that that clears up bad shooting nights it it helps your transition defense it puts pressure on the other team it's a relentless wearing down it's an attitude um it's a selflessness and um and so uh for you to say that we did that obviously you were very cognizant and and aware and uh we're that's that is something that we look at very consciously uh, as a point for where our success can be. I look, I'd love to be, I'd love to be so highly skilled. We shoot 58% from the floor, and there's not many <laughs> rebounds to grab. But that's also why we use offensive rebounding percentage, and not offensive rebounds. Like if our offensive rebounding percentage is 40%, and we only got six offensive rebounds, just means we shot well. We still got on the glass, and so the percentage is what matters, and and it is something that we take a lot of pride in. Coach. Uh- before you go, we've got about three and a half minutes. Um, I wanted to, you shared a great story with me when we spoke yesterday um, off the air. Uh, and you and now, and I'll preference it with saying, you, and, and, you, and what you share with me is Coach Darlington's recollection isn't the same as yours, so we need to preface <laughs> that. But but can you share that story about uh, the little Absolutely. conversation you guys had when, when you yeah. were, you, I think it's you funny, were an accounting I, major and he was a marketing major or something like that. And, and a piece was done. And Rick kind of gave me a side eye about part of the story, but the essence is true. And I'll go to my grave believing that my recollection is absolutely like it is. It's it's printed in my brain totally. But memory is a weird thing, and science says that. But so Rick and I are seniors. We're going to an afternoon class uh, at the building at the business hall. I was an accounting major, and Rick was a marketing management major. And uh, he kind of said something along the lines, does this make sense? And I go, what are you talking about? This stuff, you're, these classes. And I go, I mean, yeah. He says, this is what you're going to do the rest of your life. And I go, well, I mean, it's our major. I guess so. And he stops me dead in the tracks. He says, Scott, let me tell you something. I'm going to be an English teacher and a football coach. And you're going to be a math teacher and a basketball coach. And Prophetic. then we laughed and we went on about our business. And, I mean, there's some amount of, like, you know, I mean, Rick, Rick coached our intramural football. I coached our intramural basketball. Like, you know, it's not like so totally out of the blue, you know, the immaculate conception kind of thing. But there, there's some amount of formulation there about it. But nonetheless, so off the beaten path. And nonetheless, it, it over time, it made itself happen. You know, Rick worked for FCA and then got an education and became a head football coach. And um, I was working for an accounting firm and had a chance to start doing part-time basketball coaching and matriculated to full-time teaching and coaching. And um, I consider to this day just a, a prophetic word into both of our lives that meant a great deal, that that, um, that God 
um, saw something in Rick and I that was different and, and intended for a larger audience than the world of business. And um, I wish sometimes, um, whatever whatever small wish I have sometimes that my bank account might be different if I were in a different field is more than mitigated and immediately trampled by the understanding that God had placed Rick and myself in the lives of thousands of young men to be able to work with every year and over time and and uh, and and for that we're very we're both I'm sure Rick would agree very very blessed. Well, thank you, Coach Scott Williams, for sharing some extraordinary. Uh recollections about your relationship with coach darlington also giving us a great report on on 2018 2019 a popular blue daughter basketball what, what a phenomenal uh, conversation thank you f- so much for sharing with us and our listeners thanks guys it's always good to be here y'all have a great day okay hey okay yeah. we'll see you this evening scott coach scott williams boy that, that was one of the best segments we ever had i think that was nice yeah. so when, when's the procession of rick darlington because <laughs> I couldn't help but think of George H.W. Bush, <laughs> you know, all the wonderful things being said about him. Yeah, well, we'll take a break here and we'll uh, say some more, I'm sure, when we come back. Plus, I'm looking forward to getting John John Perry's insights about, you know, Coach Darlington's resignation and, uh, you know, his, his future and also our future here at Apopka. There's a great story in the Chief this morning about sure about the, the search um, for the next Apopka football coach. In fact, before we go to break, I encourage you to get the this week's edition of the Apopka Chief and Planners I do every week, but there's especially the best coverage of the, quote, Rick Darlington story is in the Apopka Chief this week. Are you on the short list? I don't think so. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting my name in the hat, that's for sure. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back on Blue Dart Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams from Porky's. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Already got a bunch of uh, guys getting their weekend started off just right out here on the front patio with their lunch already. And we'll be sticking around for lunch afterwards. Before we go further, I want to, of course, remind you that our program and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW are sponsored by and supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. Even Santa calls them. That's right. <laughs> They're doing great work for Santa, from what I understand. I encourage you to come out to the Apopka Christmas Parade tomorrow. Absolutely. We'll be broadcasting live right there front and center at Kitland Nelson Park. John Perry will be out there, of course. There will be a lot of people. And I want to thank our, our presenting sponsor, Baptiste Orthodontics, who's, who actually their offices are right, right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park, their new Apopka office. And, of course, Firm friend, Foundation. Aubrey Kahn and Firm Foundations. Aubrey supports everything we do at the radio station. Hey, Firm Foundation, has- Home Inspections and Corporate. Definitely, if you need uh, your home inspected, he is the guy. Let's go back to, to John Perry 
and yeah, John, just can you just kind of give us some? Um, I'd love to get. To, it's great to have you here to share your insights about you know the coach Darlington uh, you know, resigning at Apopka, taking the, the job in Alabama. I believe it's Enterprise High School. Um, can you can you just share a little bit about what, what you'd um, you know. When, when did you begin to? Uh, well, I mean, you know, once the news I hit, I guess, and, and it was it was official, final, or official. Uh, uh, can you just you know, share some? Well, have you spoken to coach? And can you get some 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 some? What what did you get from him? Yeah. Well, that, I, that you can share. Yeah, I mean, yeah and there's a lot. You may that, not want to share. So. And there's a lot that he he talks about off the record, but uh, um, and some of that is is now okay to share. Maybe I and I'm not thinking anything specific, but. Um, you know, the, the, I haven't spoken with him since the official vote yesterday. Uh, did text him, uh, and we exchanged a couple quick texts. But uh, you know, I know uh, he. The one thing that that doesn't surprise me is he he t- well he told me uh, when I talked to him on Tuesday uh, for the you know official exit interview so to speak after after he it became apparent that he had accepted the job and, and was just waiting for the official vote um he told me he said you know well, first of all he's 53 and so he uh you know a lot of us might be thinking at that point well let's see I, i've got 15 more years maybe to work and and then i'm often in the sunset or maybe even 10 if i've got enough money in the bank and whatnot um he may, you know, he, he may quit working when when he's not able to get on the sidelines anymore. Um, his, he said his dad worked till he was eighty seven, and uh, and then died not too long after that. And uh, and so that's that's not um, unusual for a guy like that. I would expect that uh, he, he told me that yesterday or this week that he, he thought he could coach for 25 more years. Well, he upped that a little bit uh, when he was up talking to the Enterprise City School Board, uh, quoted in newspaper uh, articles up there as he, he thinks he can coach 30 to 35 more years. So I'm not sure if an 88-year-old Rick Darlington will be on the sideline at Enterprise well, High School. Al- Amos Alonzo Stagg went into his 90s, I, I think. You know, so, uh, but you know, by that time, he'll be making and, uh, mid, you know, uh, high six figures. He you could know. afford to retire if he wanted to. Exactly. So, um, but but anyway, um, you know, it's it's a great situation for him. The financial part was was a no brainer. Uh, the other part, uh, they've got, they want to be. I don't want to say they want to be like Valdosta. I don't think they want to be the the negative side of Valdosta. They want to be. They want to be the pride of South Alabama or the whole state when it comes to, to winning high school football. Uh, you know, it's just a different world up there. Uh, they have city schools and county schools. Um, if you live in the city of Enterprise, Alabama, city limits of Enterprise, Alabama, you go to Enterprise High School. And I'm, you know, I'm sure there's private schools within driving distance, but outside of that, if you go to a public school, you're going to Enterprise Public uh, High School. Uh, I, I do know the one thing that that has been mentioned is the is the I, say, I almost I still call it the new law, but it's two or three years old. About that lets kids pretty much have any free reign or wherever they want to go in, into school. And I understand the sort of the reasoning behind it, but it's created a, a really a, not a good situation. A monster. Yeah, it, it, it it's just you know. And the, and the odd thing is the the folks who wanted that 
we're wanting it basically from this is my opinion we're wanting it from a, an athletic standpoint and wanted to give kids uh, you know, uh, allow certain programs to be able to attract certain kids. Well, as it turns out, maybe those programs don't attract all the kids because they require toughness, they require discipline, they require loyalty, they require this, they require you know all the things that that a lot of a lot of us subscribe to. Uh, you know, uh, people don't. There's a reason why there's not been a lot of transfers into Apopka High School football over the last however many years but certainly last few years um and and you know it's not an easy task uh, to be a football player at apopka high school <laughs> um you know so anyway bottom line is um you know I, I told when i talked to rick last week um you know when it was still up in the air i told him i didn't know how he could turn it down i mean certainly not from a financial standpoint that was a no-brainer but uh just a matter of, of, and as he was learning more about the rest of it, about the the facilities they have, which are quite outstanding, very college-like on a high school level, but very college-like. Uh, you know, those things, uh, you know, not that his teaching situation at Popka High School was bad. He had weightlifting classes, physical education classes, but he's not going to have to teach at all up there, uh, which, you know, the, I understand that can beg the question of, well, where are your priorities as a school system when you're paying the coach? low six figures and, and teachers probably half that uh, or, or whatever. Uh, so anyway, bottom line is, is um, that's, that's the way it is there. Um, you know, the uh, enterprise is, is self-supporting in a lot of ways. It's 30 miles from Dothan, which is not exactly uh, like being 12 miles from Orlando, but for Rick, I know that's attractive, but, but there's some advantages to being in a, in a, a large County in, in terms of uh, an urban County, um, outside of, you know, coaching high school football. So, anyway, uh, I think he'll enjoy it up there. I think the family will. Um, that's that's more probably his lifestyle than, than even around here, even even in Apopka, uh, you know. Uh, and I know we talked about this off the air a little bit, but if you were to stick Apopka like it, kind of like it is right now, and put it in lower Alabama, south Alabama, it would be enterprise. I mean, uh, you know, a few more people maybe, but uh, I think the the heart and soul of Apopka is is more along that line than than a lot of uh, this county that we call Orange. Very interesting. Thank you for, for your insights. Definitely, yeah. And I'll just uh, add a brief comment. And you know, this is not something that I've talked specifically to Coach about. I'm just this is my, these are my own comments. You know, from but I mean, it, <laughs> we talked about this new state law that allows this situation, which I call free movement. Um, another term I've used is free agency for high school kids. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, we were talking about that with Fred Priest yeah. back when the, before it even became law. And we were talking about how this was not going to be a good thing if it did become law. And I, I, everything I've seen from it, I feel even more strong. It's even more of a disaster than I thought it would be. And, uh, you know, for those that, are, that aren't as, as up on it, it's essentially going to destroy or um, – you know, the, the the concept of the local community school, public school, because you basically, um, you know, it, on the one hand, it's kind of it's you know, pe- some people it sounds nice for kids to be able to have the freedom to go where they want to go, but the reality is, the real world reality is, you've got certain coaches at certain schools that have become very proficient, as we say at quote attracting uh, transfers, 
talented football transfers. And, and what that's leading to is is a, a almost a professionalized high school football environment. You've yeah, got these, these football factory high schools that are just picking kids from, from everywhere, um, like free agents. And, and as, as John mentioned, Coach Darling, he would be the first one to tell you his program is tougher than most, and that's by design. And so so you've got the situation where it, it's a tough road to hoe at Apopka, and, um, and that's the way it is. Next thing you know, you've got – you're living in a place where you've got 20 or 30 different schools, um, you know, that that, that 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 are competing for your own kids. That that, that you're home growing there. So anyway, that 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 situation is a fact. Now, how much it you know factored into Coach D, I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate how much, but I'm just saying that's a situation that that's not a good situation for anybody, uh, unless you're one of these teams that's really good at attracting the talent. And uh, but I think it's a bad development for high school football in general in Florida. No, agreed, 100 percent, Ryder. Um, and I think that that did factor into it. I think it was one of those benefits that, that came with a job that he's not going to have to deal with that anymore. I mean, you're always going to have, once in a while, you're going to have people who, who leave for one reason or the other. And, uh, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see how many leave the program uh, with with him coming in and doing things his way. Uh because you know he's going to do it his way. I mean, that, uh, and I think that, that's another benefit for him is that you know they've got the facilities, they got you know they've had some tradition, a couple of state championships, so they want to win. But but they're coming off a of two two and eight years, right. so I mean he's going to you know he, yeah, they they know they need they, they need help, and I think he's going to have oh he's going to want that to, right around to do what he, what he needs to yeah, do. It, it, it may be, the, and I would agree with that, Joe, to an extent, because you never know what the attrition rate is going to be. On, on something like that when you kind of come in and and who knows what the culture was like before but you know two and eight doesn't always describe things but it generally kind of does and so i would expect that that his his way of doing things will not sit well with a certain segment um, uh, what that percentage is who knows if it's 10 percent or I mean, if it gets to be 50, 40, or 50 percent of the kids, then, you know, there's literally a numbers problem. But uh, it's a large high school. It's a pretty good-sized high school. And, uh, and uh, you know, so it'll it'll work out. And that was part of the process. Long-term, it will work out. That was out. part of the process here. I mean, sure, you know, we have to weed them out. Good example, in boot camp, we start out with 80 men coming into boot camp in the Marine Corps. By the time you're done three months later out of boot camp, you're down to maybe 40 at the most in your platoon. You have to weed them out. Those that can't hack it. See you. Bye. Friends, we'll be right back from Porky's on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joining us, we're on the front porch at Porky's, and it's a perfect day for it. Here with John Perry, Joe Ferraro, 
Of course, uh, unfortunately, we're missing Coach D. He's not with us today, and that's what we're talking about is his uh, accepting the job at uh, Enterprise High School in Alabama. And, you know, we've talked about that a lot, you know, pretty much for the most of the uh, show. We've had a great conversation with basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. Great insight. Who gave us incredible insight. In fact, they were actually roommates at Stetson University, and we really appreciate Coach Williams for for sharing his insights with us as well. Um, right now we're going to talk in our final segment mostly about the uh, search for the next coach at Apopka, but it does seem kind of strange to be up here talking Apopka football and not having Coach Darlington here joining us. Um, but before we uh, go further, I want to remind you once again about the Apopka Christmas Parade tomorrow. Uh, what is it? it officially starts at 10 a.m., is that 10, correct? 10 a.m. the noon. We'll be uh, set up broadcasting right next to the grandstand. Come out and... Have a Merry Christmas, really. Get ready for a Merry Christmas. And one thing, that, one of the many things we have as a community to be proud of is our Apopka Christmas Parade. It is by far the most well-attended, uh, has the most tradition of any Christmas parade in, in Central Florida. It's a great small town, big city parade. And great people like the, the Sertoma Club and yes. uh, you know, many, many others work very, very hard all year round to make that make that possible. And you know, we're, we're going to be able to broadcast it to you because of the support of Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics and Aubrey Kahn and Firm Foundations. And, of course, John will be out there representing for the Apopka Chief as well. Taking and pictures, great pictures, and too. And one of the great things about the Christmas parade, you see people that you haven't seen either in a long time or you see uh, you have friends that you see all, all the time out there. But it's it's a great, uh, just a great gathering of, of people, uh, not only Apopka area people, but people from all over Central Florida. Now, now John, I'd just like to, yeah, I'd like to get your thoughts on, you know, and you've got a great story in the, this week's Apopka Chief and Planner about that Apopka Chief. What, what what now? I mean, what what are the steps? I you know, it's obviously I assume Russell Wombles, athletic director, and Mr. Hines, the principal, will be the ones in charge of conducting the search, if you will, for the new coach. And how is that process going to unfold? Because different schools do it di- do it differently. Yeah, um, you're exactly right, Roger. Uh, Russell Wombles, athletic director, and Lyle Hines, the Popka High School football, or, excuse me, principal. We'll look. <laughs> we for had the, some breaking news. Yeah, there. we'll look for the next <laughs> football coach. Um, It'll be the principal. It, it, it's just uh, it's the same process for any coach at the, at the school. Um, and so just obviously a lot more attention on this one. Um, he's a, they're, you know, everyone's, uh, Russell put, uh, uh, they call them classifieds, but uh, basically a help wanted ad in the, on the FHSA's website, FHSA Florida High School Athletic Association. And, um, of course, there's, you know, there's people checking those all the time for, for jobs and this, that, and the other. And so, anyway, bottom line is uh, it, came, it started Wednesday. It hit, I think it hit on there maybe uh, midday, maybe a little after lunch, that kind of thing. And so I happened to see uh, uh, Russell last evening, Thursday evening, and he said he got about 50, I think, if I remember correctly. That may be the wrong number, but it's some, it was a decent number uh, of of. Uh, you know, resumes uh, people send in, and some of them, you, you know, are the kind you can immediately, you know, delete, delete, delete. Uh, but but there's a handful of, of solid applicants, he said. And um, and so I know that, of course, the question, and, and it's been on social media, and I wrote about it in, in this week's paper about James Delgado, the former oh, uh, former Blue Dart of pop, uh, offensive lineman who played in, was on the state championship team in 01. Uh, and then was this uh, offensive line coach for Apopka in, in uh, 2012 and 2014 uh, when they won it in 2013 when state runner-up. So, obviously, and, and 
if you know James at all, you know he's just an incredible man, uh, great football coach, does things the right way, would, would absolutely pick up the program and continue it. Uh, and he's had success he's on the had, head job that Right. He's they were 10-0 and at Riverdale where he is right now uh, down near Fort Myers. Uh uh, you know, and that was a losing program, I think, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, was, it was a program that had kind of been mired in some mediocrity, at least, uh, at, at best. Uh, so, anyway, uh, for whatever situation is is uh, down in in Fort Myers area right now, I don't know if it's personal or professional. James doesn't appear to be coming back. Something's going to have to change. I spoke to him earlier this week, spent five or six minutes with him on the phone, and uh, it was just one of those things where – I, he he said he would be able to explain maybe in in a couple of weeks that kind of thing, but but right now, it's just not going to happen with with James Delgado coming back to Apopka. So um, you've got to move on because he he would be a a no brainer. Uh, we talked about you know Rick, you know moving from a financial standpoint was no brainer. Now what about from the the current staff? You think some of those guys will? I, I don't know. We'll see. I, you know, of course you've got. Um, a former lineman coach Bill Coggle, who's who's been at Apopka now as an assistant for several years, so you've got that. Uh, you've got a couple younger coaches who who are are solid, uh, and they're all solid guys. But some of them are built more for head coaching than than you know uh, than others, uh, just from a personality standpoint. Uh, you know, there's former Apopka defensive coordinator uh, Jeff Rolson, who who. You know, has been a head coach. Um, I don't have any idea. The successful one. Yeah, I don't have any idea if Jeff is is even interested. Uh, you know, because there comes a time when when I always say, "Nah, that's that part of my life has passed." And and so, but I know there are are plenty of others who who are from around the state and and I'm sure out of state who are are looking at this job and saying, "I think I can follow up on that." I, you know. I, a lot of people don't want to follow the legend, and I appreciate that. But there's some people out there who can become their own legend. Uh, and so uh, I, I would be surprised if if it goes on too long. I know Scott mentioned about the timing, but uh, you get the right guy, and, and it, it's going to happen. In our final seconds, do you, do you have any idea of, like, if, if Russell or Mr. Hines have, like, a, quote, short list or a long list of targeted candidates? Or? I don't know so much about that. Uh, I know uh, – You've got to have somebody who wants to be here. They could be certainly qualified, but if they're happy where they are and, and from uh, whatever standpoint, then then I, I think he's just going to let let them let it come to them, and and we'll, we'll see well, now. Darjan was happy where he was, you know, and those guys came out and, and snatched him. So right, you know, and, we might and, have to do that with somebody well, else. Well, and and the, the the biggest thing there may be the 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 cha-ching on on that because. The, you know, there's not that at this point in, in, in Orange County. Well, John, thank you for being with us for your insights. Joe, thank you for joining us. Have a great day. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.